This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, October 17th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Manic Monday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. And we're going to take a look at week seven in HBCU football. You know, in my picks, I went one and two uh, for the week. So not very good at all. But let's discuss. Things kicked off. On Thursday night, we had two football games. West Virginia State fell to UNC Pembroke 45-24. to So West Virginia State had won a couple of games in a row. Now falls to 4-3 and in 3-3 and in the Mountain East Conference. That's a tough conference. Maybe two losses. Perhaps two losses you can win the Mountain East. Also, Thursday night on ESPN2. North Carolina Central, 59, and Morgan State, 20. So now Morgan State is 0-2 in MEAC play. Meanwhile, North Carolina Central is now 1-0 in MEAC play. Had a bye, remember going back a couple of weeks ago, had lost that game to Campbell. And so if you're North Carolina Central, now and again, I had number I had North Carolina Central number two in my power rankings, and you can see why. I mean, Morgan State is a, is a solid is a solid football team uh, coming up on the rise a little bit and North Carolina Central able to put 59 points on the Bears. Moving to Saturday's games, Jackson State defeated Bethune-Cookman 48-8. to It was a dominating performance. Bethune-Cookman did not score until uh, the fourth quarter. The game was played uh, in Jacksonville, home of the Jaguars. I think I saw where there were maybe 23,000 fans in attendance for that football game. Florida A&M able to eke one out. The Rattlers now have won five in a row, defeating Grambling State 20-16. to The struggles continue for Grambling, who is now 0-4 in conference play. It was Alabama State rebounding uh, after its loss last week to Jackson State, defeating Mississippi Valley State 24 24- to nine Valley is now 0-7 on the season. One of the games I got wrong, one of the HBCU national games of the week that I got wrong. Southern defeated Alcorn State 21 to 17. That's a huge win for Southern, a big loss for Alcorn State because now you're talking about Alcorn State with its first loss in conference play. Not only that, but Southern holds the head-to-head tie in that Western division and the Western division isn't very good right now, except for Prairie View A&M. Prairie View A&M is solid, but when you're talking about Texas Southern, you're talking about Grambling, you're talking about Arkansas Pond Bluff, not playing very well uh, right now. Prairie View A&M may still have something to say about the Western division. We'll see. Delaware State, big win, 28 to seven over Norfolk State. Delaware State, 4-2 4-2 and two on the season, 1-0 in conference play. I've been touting Delaware State all season, and Delaware State is on the right track. Howard falling to Harvard, 41-25. South Carolina State getting back on the winning track, defeated Virginia University of Lynchburg, 36 to nothing. It was A&T over Edward Waters, 45-7. Hampton. Defeated Albany 38-37 to in overtime. Big win for the Pirates. 
They get off the snide, but more importantly, get their first win ever in CAA play. Tennessee State. So Tennessee State got off to the slow start, has now won two straight games. More importantly, comes away with the 30-14 victory over Tennessee Tech. What does that mean for Tennessee State? Now 1-0 in OBC play. That's all that really counts. 2-4 and four, uh, in terms of the record overall, but 1-0 in OBC play play. Shawan defeated Virginia State 43-40. to So Shawan still has an opportunity for that CIAA Northern Division crown. Meanwhile, Virginia State with two losses in the conference probably is not going to happen. Staying in the CIAA's Northern Division, Elizabeth City State defeats Lincoln 21-19. to Elizabeth City State starting to play a little bit better, but Lincoln even with the loss, I think you look at Lincoln long-term because he had a true freshman quarterback. And I think from a long-term perspective, you, you, looking at Lincoln, uh, I mean, I think Josh Dean has things moving in the right direction. St. Augustine's gets its first victory of the season, 28-25 to over Johnson C. Smith. A bit of a surprising loss by the Golden Bulls who came off that big win last week against Shaw. Fayetteville State continues to roll, defeated Livingstone 44-7. Speaking of Shaw, fell to Winston-Salem State 17-10. So that's I think that's pretty much it uh, for Shaw. As a matter of fact, I, I don't know in terms of the mathematics, but, uh, you know, St. Augs isn't doing very well. Johnson C. Smith, not so much. Livingstone uh, is not. Shaw uh, is not. Um, so, I mean, Fayetteville, I don't know, in Winston-Salem State is not so so. Fayetteville State may have may right now with three games remaining. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I can't say mathematically, but I would imagine one more win and Fayetteville State will wrap up another CIAA Southern Division crown. In, in a game that I got right, Virginia State defeated Bowie State twenty, or excuse me, Virginia Union defeated Bowie State twenty-seven to twenty-four in overtime. And, I mean, it just looked like it was a really, really good football game, and it promised to be. So now Virginia Union remains undefeated and is on that quest for its first CIAA Northern Division crown. If you heard me preview the game, I just thought this was Virginia. This is Virginia Union's time. Jada Byers had, I think, a 200 and almost, almost 300 yards rushing. I mean, he's unbelievable. You can see why he's one of my top five players at the midway point. Lincoln of Missouri falling again, this time to Pittsburgh State, 49-10. to Pittsburgh State is undefeated. Pittsburgh State is a perennial power in Division II. Texas College gets its first victory of the season, 38-34 to over Lyon. Langston falls, and now Langston is no longer undefeated. One of the uh, four or five HBCUs that was undefeated has now lost its first game of the season. Texas Wesleyan got Langston 53-28. to In one of the games I got wrong, it was Benedict defeating Albany State 24-20. to So Benedict remains undefeated. Benedict, I, 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 I knew Benedict was legit. I just didn't think Benedict would beat Albany State. Benedict is super legit now. And uh, I think is ranked into the Division II uh, poll and certainly should be and should have, it should be able to move up uh, a little bit higher. Clark Atlanta defeated Savannah State 21 to 12. It was Fort Valley State 
has rebounded nicely after its loss to Morehouse, 56 to 28. So you, going back to the SIC's Eastern Division, Benedict in full command of that, went out, you win it. Um, so, you know, but it's still some, some games obviously remaining. Kentucky State, despite being three and four on the season, defeated Allen 34 to 22. But more importantly for Kentucky State, only one loss in the conference. So Kentucky State still very much alive. Miles uh, fell to Lane 35 to 32. So Lane wanting something to say in that SIAC's Western Division. Tuskegee continues to roll. Right now, the leader in the Western Division of the SIAC defeated Central State 49 to 34. This was an interesting game because you're talking about a game that had in excess of 1,200 yards of total offense between the two teams where Tuskegee, uh, in matter of fact, let me go to my numbers. Uh, let me let me go to my numbers right now because I want to make sure that I have this correct in terms of the amount of yards. Tuskegee gave up uh, 700, more than 700 yards of total offense and 712 yards of total offense while Lane gave up 540 to Tuskegee. But Tuskegee gave up 501 yards in the passing game, right? But Tuskegee able to gain 434 yards rushing. That's a weird football game uh, right there. Not one that you see uh, certainly every day. So big win there for Tuskegee, who continues to roll. Florida Memorial falling to or fell to St. Thomas 38 to 7 and in the game on Sunday Alabama A&M continues to roll 34 to 31 over Arkansas Pine Bluff Alabama A&M 3 and 1 in the conference still has to play uh, Jackson State upcoming still got a, a road a, a tough road but still uh, has bounced back nicely after starting the season 0 and 4 so that's a look at the week 7 scoreboard Later on today, we will announce the HBCU National Players of the Week. You can also find on our website the HBCU coaches and media polls. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where you can find us on our website at BoxToRow.com, also on iHeartMedia.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can watch the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row YouTube page. Takeaway Tuesdays tomorrow. I've got many takeaways to talk about on Takeaway Tuesday, so I'll see you tomorrow.